Hello, and welcome to Loving Life Mindsets Podcast with me, Melissa Unger. This is episode 61, and I am doing this live from our new home. We are finally in. It's been, oh gosh, a week since we actually moved in. And I tell you what, the unpacking has been horrendous, totally horrendous. <laughs> so I apologize for last week where I had to do a rerun for you all, but I always choose really good ones that I feel are going to help you and do the best for you. So today we are going to dive in to some great topics. Welcome to the Loving Life Mindsets podcast with me, Melissa Unger. I share science, methods, and personal stories to help women who are on a journey to have the healthiest mindsets that they can possibly have. So don't wait any longer. It is time for you to start loving your life. Again, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that this warmer May season is starting to just energize you and make you feel like you're just coming alive again. There are some people that really don't like the heat in the summertime and so it's kind of difficult for them, but so many of us love it and are so excited when it starts getting warmer and the days start getting longer and it's just I don't know. It excites me so much and I get this whole new lease on life. What gives you your new lease on life? Is it different seasons? Is it the different holidays that come up? Is it promotions? How are you geared? Have you ever thought about that? Are you geared where you're more service oriented or you like to get more verbal confirmation or whether you just like to just get promoted and do your best and keep rising and rising. What is it that really gets you motivated and excited about life? Today we're going to dive into just some really deep, interesting questions that you should always ask yourself just because of the fact that it's so easy to get in a rut. It's so easy to do the same old, same old, same old. And, you know, and just, just not be excited about anything or not feel that motivation for anything. I thought, wow, I've been so busy, literally so dang busy, trying to get our house set up and get the things done that you need to do when you move into a new place. There's things that need to be fixed. There's things that you have to get set up for utilities and trash and all those kinds of things. You have to learn where things are, you know, so it's a lot. And then... Just finding the stuff you need amongst the ton of boxes. Oh my gosh. And it's um, it's been almost like Christmas now and then because I'll open a box and I'll go, oh, I forgot I had that. Cool. And, you know, so that's been kind of fun. But I've been so darn busy that there's some things that I was really excited about when I got here to get started on and I just haven't done it yet. And um, earlier I said, we've been here a week. No, 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 no. We've been here for two weeks now. That's when we unloaded my, my the whole 
day and my month is so jumbled. But we have been here since the 24th of April. And, you know, and it's just been so dang cool. We absolutely love where we're at. We love our neighbors. We're meeting people, you know, right and left. And that's been really, really cool. I'm also kind of feeling the pressure. And I think I'm putting this pressure on myself because that's who usually puts the most pressure on you is yourself. But I'm feeling pressure because I'm not done getting things, you know, unpacked. And I have uh, two and a half rooms left now. Feeling that pressure, and my husband's like, What is the hurry? Why? Why are you so obsessed with this and driven for it? And you know, and it's just for me, I just feel better. And because of the fact you never know when somebody's gonna come and visit, right? Yeah, those rooms, the last two rooms I have are our guest rooms. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I'd like to have them nice instead of them be able to come in and just kind of dig out boxes and find the bed. It's just kind of taken precedence over things that I was so excited to get down here and start. And it's almost made those things seem not as important. And I know that's not true. You know, I think it's just as humans, we can only really focus on one thing at a time as we should, even though we like to be multitaskers, but then we get overwhelmed and then things just get crazy. When you're focusing on something kind of big, a big project kind of makes everything else seem little and not as important. So I got back into telling myself, okay, let's start asking yourself some questions to get moving again, to get back into the groove of being down here and enriching lives and fulfilling dreams. You know, I gotta, you can't forget those things. And you don't have to start over in a new place for those things, although I have to admit it sure helps. So here's a few questions that I just wanted to ask you for you to mull around in your mind and think to yourself what the answers are. You know, then they're they're kind of deep, but it's good. It's good. It's good to get thinking. It's good to get yourself remembering who you are and remembering what you're supposed to be doing. Okay, so here's one question. With the knowledge that you have now, what would you have done differently in your life And that's a big question. I think uh, what I know now, the value that I place on myself, my outlook for the world, my outlook for uh, life and people in general, um, I definitely would not have gotten married uh, this last time. Not this time. I I love my husband to pieces. In fact, I wish we had been together for like decades because... He's just so perfect for me. But the one I had previous to him, you know, if, if I had known myself better, if I had just had more self-esteem, more self-assurance, been in a better place, I would not have let myself marry that man. And definitely, you know, probably, I mean, we just don't know. Whenever we change history, if we could possibly change history, then where we're at now may not be happening. Who knows, right? But I do know if I had not married that man, my kids would be way better mentally and emotionally than they are today. And so, you know, that's that's one of the things. 
that I definitely would have done differently. Another thing I would have done differently is not lived where I did. I would have chosen somewhere else where there's more opportunity and better education and things to really get a career set. I would have definitely been tucking away for retirement. And I'm very fortunate with the retirement that we have. But if I had done things differently, I definitely would have been more career-minded and, you know, just wherever that would lead me, but definitely would have had way more money put away for retirement. You know, I know you're never too old, although you can be, but if you're in your 20s and 30s and even 40s, you can still get busy and you can still give yourself a pretty good retirement. You know, in the 50s, heck, why not? You know, why not? Think, ask yourself, with the knowledge you have now, what would you have done differently? And think about that and go, okay. And sometimes we feel guilty when we think of things we would have done differently because we probably wouldn't have the children that we have. We wouldn't have, you know, whatever it is. And sometimes you can feel a little tinge of guilt. But, you know, it's okay to be real with yourself. And it's okay. For me, I trust the greater good that, you know, if I would have made different choices early on in life, you know, I I, I feel that God wants my children and my grandchildren to be here on this earth. And so, because he chose to create them, I really feel like I would have had them. But anyway, that gets pretty deep. For another question, who has inspired you the most and why? Who has inspired you the most? Doesn't have to be throughout your whole life. It can be whenever. Who has inspired you? And then when you think of that person, Why? Why did they inspire you? What was it that really made you come alive with that inspiration? You know, that's a great question because we can forget about those people. We can forget about the things that inspire us and get into those ruts that I talked about earlier, you know, and and so if you could just totally keep in your memory banks those things or those people who have inspired you the most, that is going to keep your motivation rolling really, really well. I've had so many people who inspire me. I can't even like give you one name because of the fact there are so many. I would have to say definitely my children really inspire me because of what they've been through and how they're tackling life and how they're achieving things. You know, they're just, they're flipping amazing. And our kids live in a total different world than what we grew up in. You know, I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's worse, but it's so different. And so, you know, when you think about that, it's like, wow, you know, it's inspiring that they have made what they've made of themselves with the world like it is and the things that they've had to face and the things that you know, our generation never had social media and cell phones and all, you know, those things. And just, I don't know, it's, it's pretty, I just, I'm always in awe when I think about all of them and how they're doing life. So think about who inspires you the most and then think about why, what is it? 
And you might even be inspiring yourself. That's great. You know, that's not egotistical. That's just like, hey, I'm doing things I never thought I could do before. And that's very inspiring. Another question that I really like to think about, because it takes me back to happy places, is what is one of the most exciting experiences in your life? What is one of the most exciting experiences in your life? What happened that you just were like, oh my gosh, jumping up and down and so excited for and so happy? What was one of the most exciting experiences of your life and why? Why was it exciting? These questions, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty good questions to ask. I've got one more for you. Just decide to yourself what makes you tick because of these questions. What is going to help you get back on track because of these questions? You know, what's going to get that, that rumbling in your, in your heart going and just going, wow, yeah, I am so motivated. I am so energetic right now. You know, and just think about those things. Get yourself revved up again because life is short, you know, and, and we've got to just keep on keeping on. The last question that is really, really good. You know, we talk about the attitude of gratitude. This question is, what are you most grateful for? Is it a thing? Is it a person? Is it a time? What are you most grateful for? What is it that you just, you know, you just can't thank God enough. You can't just, can't even grasp it because it's so great. What are you so grateful for? And gratitude is one of the most centering emotions that we can have. Because when we are so gracious, when we are are so grateful for so much and everything, and even like, even if it's just one thing, that helps turn our frown upside down. That helps get us on that path of, of just being happy and just being thankful and expectant, right? And so just ask yourself, what am I most grateful for? And it could be anything like right now. You know, I mean, that's when all of these questions are great questions to think about for each chapter that you have gone through in your life. Every chapter we go through, we have different people that motivate us. We have different people that inspire us. We have different things that we're um, so grateful for. And so, you know, each chapter of your life is pretty exciting to think about with all these questions. So let's go over those questions again. With the knowledge that you have now, what would you have done differently? And that, again, can be any chapter of your life, right? And be totally honest with yourself because, you know, we just have things in our past that sometimes we just like, yeah, if I would have done that different, but, you know, I wouldn't have this or I wouldn't have that. You know, just be totally honest with yourself and uh, figure it out, you know, because we always have tomorrow. We always have a new day. And then the second question was, who has inspired you the most? What was one of the most ex- one of your most exciting experiences? And lastly, what are you most grateful for? 
And since they're pretty deep questions, you can take one per day. You know, really, really chew on one throughout the day and think about it and kind of mull it over and, you know, just let it get deep inside of you and let it ignite that passion within you again. And just put yourself back in a place where you are so just on fire for life, where you just were ready to have the world at your fingertips. Put yourself back in that place and mull these questions over. And just wake up tomorrow with a whole new outlook. And I promise you, if you go to bed thinking about these questions and thinking about the answers and placing yourself in a place that you're excited about or thinking about or would have done differently or grateful for, if you put yourself in that place, as you drift off to sleep, you wake up in such a whole different world. It's amazing what it does for your inside. And trust me, when your inside is good, the outside is good. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that uh, your week is going great. Happy May. So excited for May. So excited for where we're at. And I, I just wish the best for you. You can always leave me a rating and review. And we will talk to you next week. Hey, wait, is it seriously legal to have this much fun? 